We are now about three months into our podcast. We're about three months. Okay. From Boogie Land Media, this is On Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. This week's mini-episode, The Lemon Twist. The Lemon Twist by Chemtoy was released in 1975. Put the loop around your ankle, then skip in place while the plastic lemon at the end of the rope twirls in a circle. Oh, how I wanted one. My friend Debbie from down the street had one, and she did share it with me. But sharing is hard. And if I had one, we could have a lemon twist parade down the sidewalk or the street, like the commercial said. When I told my mom I wanted a lemon twist, the name did not make any sense to her. A lemon what? Twist. A lemon twist from a lemon? No, it's a toy. A toy lemon? No, not a lemon. Well, yes, there's a lemon, but it's on a string, so you can jump over it. You want to jump over a toy lemon? Clearly, she did not have any idea what I was talking about. I showed her my friend Debbie's, but she was not convinced of its value. Christmas and my birthday came and went. No lemon twist. What is a ten-year-old supposed to do? I guess I'm going to have to make one. My first try came from supplies in our own garage. I fashioned a loop out of some twine, left a little length to tie the heavy bit at the end so it would twist around my ankle. Let's see the heavy bit. What if I loop a bunch of these nuts and bolts to the end of the twine? Done! I think you can probably see the flaws in my construction. First of all, twine? One of the rougher forms of rope. Obviously, it did not feel great swinging around my ankle. Mostly it didn't swing, more like wrapped around my ankle until it became a nuts and bolts shin monster. My second attempt with electrical wire from my grandpa's garage was only minimally less painful. My grandpa was an electrician and one of the very best people God ever created. I never got a lemon twist, and they were long gone by the time my children were ready to play with something like that, and all I could find were these big monstrosities with number counters and lights. Listen, toy people. Simplicity and whimsy. The lemon twist. Bring it back. And now, a special editorial reply from Wendy Bonifield. We are now about three months into our podcast, and I have received some very nice feedback from a good number of you, my loyal listeners. So thank you very much for listening and for all your encouraging words. 
We have received some wonderful reviews on Apple Podcasts. And yet, I have caused some offense. As far as I know, I have only offended one person. It's not my sister, Lisa, or my brother, Dan, who I give a few pokes at now and then. No, they have been very supportive. Nonetheless, I will now take a moment to try and rectify this offense. In the episode, How We Met, I describe our wedding. I talk about my bridesmaids, my maid of honor, even the ring bearer. However, and without any malice on my part, I did not mention we also had a best man. So please note that we did have a best man at our wedding. There you go, Derek. I hope that makes you feel a little better. Although my guess is that it won't, and you really just wanted to make a fuss. Lori, his wife, who did not fuss about the fact that I did not mention the role she played in our wedding, Lori told me not to give in to his whining. She, of course, was right. When I tried to smooth things over by implying that I wrote the story, and as the bride, I simply didn't understand the value of the best man. Of course, if Randy had written the story, he would never have left out such a key player in the wedding. And true to form, this did only make things worse. And when I mentioned that I do actually call him by name in another story that comes later, his response was this. And likely, the later mention will say something like, Our casual acquaintance, Derek who talks over everyone and has no soul. My response was, only one of those things is true. And those of you who know Derek will know what I'm talking about. Insert winky face emoji here. Nevertheless, Derek and Lori have been valued friends for many years, so much so that my kids call them Uncle Derek and Aunt Lori, and I wouldn't trade them for anything. I could go on to say how much I admire their gift of hospitality and their ability to create community, but I really don't want to give him that satisfaction. Except now, I've established if you whine enough, you just might get an episode written about you. Now Derek is going to want to rebut this. However, he'll just have to get his own podcast. This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogieland Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram at username On Carlson Drive. Please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Join us next week for a new episode. Until then, thank you for joining us on Carlson Drive.